0: to dnd 101 uh we're back my name's niall i'll be your dm
1: i'm Kath.
0: i am jordan
1: i am connie
0: and what we do here at dnd 101 is explain to you the new people of various knowledge of dnd uh certain facets about DD. and today we're carrying on with our character races and today we're doing elves Oh,
2: for fuck's
0: sake. <laughs> it might not be the first time some Someone of us else. have done this.
3: <laughs> but it might be the first time that others yes. have.
0: Yes, exactly. Indeed. Um Shut up, yeah. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, me, me, Jordan, and a guest DM recorded an elves episode. And it was very, very informative. So, Jordan, It was probably the best time I've ever had here. <laughs>
4: really?
2: Yeah.
3: Ouch. I wasn't there that week.
2: Just three men around a table. <laughs> It was simpler times <laughs> uh. Uh, well. But hey You know what I'm like I don't li- I literally don't remember what, I know I know All
0: I'll, this is gonna be Fucking news to you'll you You'll be like Jordan And remember? I'll be like Yes <laughs> Alright how about How about we start with um? What do we think When we think of elves Or you think of elves What do you think about Like where Where do you expect This episode to go Do you know what I mean What do you know about elves already Cause we've kind of had We've talked about dwarves We've talked about halflings We've talked about orcs And we've all had like What mm. are you doing <laughs> Just watching you sorry. put my microphone cover on your hand.
3: Microphone mittens. <laughs>
2: uh, she's going to use it as a puppet.
3: Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> Allow it to talk. Hello, for I am me. Road, Mike. <laughs> Okay, no. So yeah, elves. Well, elves. Considering
2: I did this, I should probably. Uh, well, I'll let you go first. I don't know. They're quite stalling big, they for
0: time.
3: Creatures the <laughs> they're creatures of the light, really, aren't they? Okay.
0: Ooh, In, that's, that's
1: cool. A really, I like that phrase. Um, <laughs> creatures of the most, light. It's <laughs> <as laughs> like as opposed you've to got all. Lord of the Rings elves, and then you've got Dobby, <laughs> the house elf. The house yeah, elf. Sure. Um, oh, yeah. So like, who Oof, knows? This could different. go literally anywhere, but I think it will lean towards the Lord of the Rings kind of ethereal. Yeah, always does. To know. Pretty people,
0: fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Good skinned, Carl Urban.
2: Yeah, good moisturising. They're
1: quite beautiful, are they? Generally? As in,
2: like the pores, like porcelain. You know, smooth mm-hmm. skin. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I've, I've just realised that, like, when I picture D and D elves, I picture Orlando Bloom, and when I picture D and D humans, I picture Orlando Bloom. <laughs>
0: and when I picture Orlando Bloom, I see Orlando Bloom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just see Orlando Bloom punching Justin Bieber in the face. <laughs>
1: Did that happen? It yeah. did. Yeah. That was ages ago. Gosh, that's... Oh, my God.
0: I totally forgot about that. Got... Me. me.
1: That feels like a dream that you've remembered. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't remember if that was real or like not. Like a Mandela
0: effect. Like, did that actually did happen? Did that actually happen?
1: <laughs> now he's married to Katy Perry. Is he? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. yeah. Oh. Bieber, yeah. We're diverting. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom.
2: Yeah. Uh, my interpretation of elves is, yeah, kind of similar to you, Connie. And I I'm already aware that I definitely said some stuff about Lord of the Rings and, and I don't remember where this is gonna go. We
3: do that every week, don't we? You've forgotten everything. They live for a long yeah. time. Oh, know. okay, yeah. How yeah. do they
2: age? How do they age? Literally. Like everyone else with time.
3: With time. But with that more... would be a good
2: character though, the one, someone that doesn't age with time. I don't know how that would work.
0: He ages with like, I don't know, something different. Like I don't space, know, every apple he eats makes him. makes him older. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, apples are my weakness. I'm like, I'm every YouTube bite of an apple realize. I age <laughs> a minute. <laughs> I just like love apples. <laughs> Have that's you ever so eaten much. an apple? That's so good. Oh. <laughs>
1: It'd be funny if like as a kid they loved apples and they don't know that that's what ages them. And they like, oh. get to an age in life where they're like, "I must never read apples again." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Otherwise, I will die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they have their own language.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Throwing in some extra curveballs there.
3: Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to keep because I'm quite. I'm actually very intrigued because yeah. I don't know
2: everything about. Yeah, I w- so because Connie was like, "There's a Dobby elf, yeah, you, know, you know, from Harry Potter." So it's true. It's like, yeah, elf doesn't have to be
3: Christmas elf. Elf
2: doesn't necessarily have to be. Badass, sword-wielding, arrow-shooting. No. 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 But that's what we'd like to think. Yes. But maybe they're just like little, pointy-eared... It's things that, things wear that socks, yeah. roam around
0: in the bushes, who knows? Really small, creepy-looking, yeah. high, squeaky-voiced.
1: When-, <laughs> when you think about the house elves in harry potter that I think, suddenly uh. makes christmas make a lot more sense
0: oh right yeah yeah
2: and it's like uh yeah Santa's, oh christmas elves, elves. Well, yeah that, that would be an interesting twist if the
0: elves are mm, just of they the all work for uh just a work for for Santa's Santa's Santa's. <laughs> an old an old deity and an eldritch horror named santus claus <laughs>
4: Santa's.
0: He, he's always watching everything everything Saint you Nicholas do Nicholas the great Everything, every every little thing, he knows where you're sleeping. (laughs) He knows when you're awake. I mean, when you think about it, it's pretty creepy. He knows if you've just let a man come down the chimney in the
2: middle of the night. Mm. And just drink your whiskey. Well, mm. that's the thing in England. No, you have to pay sacrifice; otherwise, he
0: will give you coal.
1: I, I, I just love the differences. <laughs> in England, it's like, yeah, give him a shot and then a, a snack for the reindeer, and then in America, it's like milk and cookies.
0: Yeah, it's it's the difference I mean, between yeah. the cultures. British British parents are like, just give me something to drown my sorrows. <laughs> yeah. Where American parents are like, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, that I mean, if if Santa...
2: I hope no one is actually listening to this. Maybe I should be careful here. But Santa, if he's having his
0: whiskey every night... He should night, not be driving. I mean, he's going to be smashed. Yeah, yeah, but we've also said that he is an eldritch horror of unknown power, so it'll probably be fine. Maybe. Who's subjugated these but elves.
2: I reckon he's... I mean, over the course of the night, I reckon his, you know, accuracy... Really
0: decreases. That's why he's got the elves. <laughs> <laughs> he just stumbles around while yeah, the elves yeah. do all the work. Anyway, anyway, so, yes. can shall I tell you a bit? A in December, please? <laughs> maybe it will. Maybe it will. It it might do actually if I do my maths right, which I'm probably not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, elves, D and D stuff. Um, <laughs> We're just gonna, yeah. That's that's good. I like it. I like it. Kind of Kath going down the more magical route, the more mystical route. We mm. found our way to the more disturbing routes of Santa's yeah. Claus. But um how about how about we start where we always start, which is at the beginning? I think we should start at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, so basically,
2: <laughs> how L's. Did, how did how did L's end? Track um, our way back. <laughs> So then, everyone can just listen yeah. to it and rewind. L's are everywhere.
0: Perfect. Not
1: uh, talking backwards.
0: Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. The back. Backtalking. Yeah. So yeah, we heard of we heard for those of you who were there when we did Orcs. Do we remember the, the god Grumsh? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember
2: what he did, but I remember his
0: name. Do you remember he got into a fight with some other gods because they, they tricked him?
3: The Elf God. Yeah. Oh. The Elf
0: God, Corellon.
3: So then, oh, that's why between orcs and elves,
2: yeah.
0: there's
3: such a beef.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <Some> <laughs>
0: big well, beef well, the friend. idea that that's how they'd frame it as well. Yeah. well <laughs> essentially, Corellon is this being, he's the elven deity, and he is this chaotic good deity that essentially his, his whole essence is ever-changing it's chaotic he can appear as a breeze on the wind or a humanoid person that you know closely resembles an elf looking creature or animals or feelings or anything he just manifests in multiple different ways in multiple different bodies and would never stick to the same form for too long his sort of ability to constantly change is something that it, it, it it's kind of like freedom that's the best way to
3: this is the elven god this
0: is the elven god and (laughs) that freedom gives him I guess character traits that aren't necessarily um, wholly good they're quite chaotic you know playing tricks on people it's a very free thing to do you know what I mean you've got to be a very free open mind to be tricky like that and be playful and you know annoy people without fear of repercussions or consequences and that's quite a chaotic behaviour I'd say
3: I'm identifying already. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so Corellan is quite a trickster god. He's Well, I guess they, because they appear in so many different forms and genders and categories. They are sort of like genderless in that sort of sense.
3: Elves are genderless?
0: Well, no, they god is. Ah. There is a certain... Anyway, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. Sorry. So Corellin uh, basically tricked the orcish god Grumsh, and Grumsh didn't like that. Grunch was like, fuck you. Yeah. So they had a big fight. Ah. And one of the things that Grunch did was spill Corellan's blood during this fight because Corellan had to take form to fight Grunch. And from that blood uh, was born the very first elves. And these were creatures that were made in Corellan's image and are very much the same, just beings that could change and be anything they wanted to be. And Corellan thought that this was pretty fucking great. They were like, you know what? I don't mind being a god of my own people because they're just like me. <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of frolicked around the universe for a while, enjoying themselves. And Krellen loved his family of, you know, like children and stuff. And I guess children, other beings similar to themselves. And they married what called Arushni, I believe is the name, pronunciation for the person they married. And they just went about their usual life. Now, Arushni was a little bit more ambitious than Krellen, and saw what the other gods were doing and um, was a bit like, we could do more mm-hmm. if we held like a permanent shape. One of the things, one of the reasons that we don't really affect the material world and can't really do much is because we don't, We don't hold a shape. We don't hold Mm. an essence. We're constantly changing from one thing to the next. So we're never going to make a stamp on the world. We're never actually going to accomplish anything because we're too chaotic in that sense. And she knew that this would upset Corellin because Corellin is a being of pure freedom. Mm. And essentially, she kind of convinced all the other elves that it'd be a good idea if we all just forged one being to be and then we could go off and do things in the world like the other gods and all the other elves went you know what that sounds like a pretty good idea actually Hmm. so all of them together without Corellin took permanent form and it's fair to say that Corellin didn't like that
3: yeah really
0: first reason being because I guess it's against everything that they are that would be one thing (laughs) but the second reason which I heard recently which I thought actually makes a lot of sense is Corellin is the god of elves so that's where a lot of their power comes from. And a lot of... But at know, this
2: point, they're not elves. because They, they
0: are elves. elves. They're technically elves. This is what the first form of elves looked like. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. Okay. They were shaped in their god's image. And essentially, as soon as they took permanent form, they separated themselves from their idea of their god. Mm-hmm. And that deeply weakened Corellon. Oh. Because it's part of his being and his power is mm-hmm. suffused by the people that follow him. So yeah. if all of them just stop going, oh, we're just going to stop, listening to what you do, gods are powered by faith. And immediately that just weakened Corellin. So Corellin was like, fuck you guys, here's your punishment. You're never coming into heaven again right. to stay forever. Oh. Everybody get out, yeah. <laughs> essentially. And the elven heaven is called Arvindor, And that's the elvish heaven. It's the realm of elven, well, the home of Corellin and everybody was kicked out. And it turned out that Arushni didn't like that. So she stabbed Corellin in the back. Um, and became the most hated of the Elven gods, uh, called Lolth. And she went into the abyss and became a demon prince. So demon she kind of went, yeah, she kind of went like full. So what was the name of the person who stabbed Arushni? That was Corellon's wife.
3: And became she became a prince. Lulph. She
0: became like the one of the prince of demons. No, well, the prince of demons is the demagogue, and she became what are they call demon lords. She became a demon lord right. called Lolth. And she, um, she kind of took. Most of the elves regretted this. Most of the elves that took permanent forms were like, "Fuck, we've, we've really fucked this up." This sucks. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> and Karellan was like, "All right, you guys, you guys can still hang, but not here. Uh, <laughs> like, you're you're allowed to so be." How did the elf god? Have a wife. It's all It's all story, isn't it? This is all just myth and so legend. So she wasn't a god? She was also a god. She uh, was like one of the first, she's a primal elf, they were called prime elves.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: And she took a few other prime elves and went, let's go make our own pantheon oh, of evil gods. Um, so so these... the elf's history was just a bad marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. essentially. Yes, I guess. How relatable. Oh, wow. mm. Mm. How human. How very mm. human. Yeah. Um, so Corellan was like, look, these prime elves that it's still chill. You guys can be called the Seldarine and you guys can be like deities of the elves and teach elves of the ways and how to be and how to act and stuff. And if they live good lives, then they can come back to Avendor when they die and they can be one with me for a while. Because, you know, back in the day, they were all at one. There were all these... Spiritual Mm. beings moving and constantly changing in flux, and they were all part of this wonderful heaven. And then they chose to take permanent bodies. So Corellin was like, All right, if you want to be permanent, why don't you do it fucking elsewhere? (laughs) But if you be good, if you live up to the ideals of being an elf and live the proper way, then for a brief moment, when you die as an elf, you will go to heaven and you'll be at one with Corellin in heaven. Then after a while of being there, you'll be reborn into a new elf body.
3: And sent back
0: down. And sent back to the material plane. Oh,
3: okay. That's not as bad as I thought. And that carries on for eternity.
0: That's forever. Well, I guess, unless somebody killed the elven god Corellon, that would be pretty crazy, wouldn't it? Because mm. uh, that just fucks shit up. But yeah, as it stands. Guys, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> that's what we're doing, guys. We're killing Corellon. So that's kind of, that is basically the mythos of the origin of elves. Okay. Elves live for around about 700 years sometimes longer and because of their long lifespans they kind of age a bit differently Mm -hmm. to regular humans certain and and then sort of certain there's so many different types of elves that it changes a lot as well um essentially when they were all kicked out most of them went to the Feywild and the Feywild is this place of emotion and emotions pretty much change everything if you were angry in the Feywild suddenly there'd be a thunderstorm if somebody managed to like cheer you up the thunderstorm would clear and there'd be rays of sunshine everywhere and the and the leaves would start blooming and you know flowers would start literally blooming and things like that so the Feywild is this intrinsically emotional place and that kind of falls well into elves chaotic nature and the original elves called that lived there are called aladrin and they're like elves of the Feywild that are like extremely hyper emotional and all that stuff and then at some point i think it was called the dawn the dawn war I think just before the Crown Wars, um, when dragons ruled the earth, um, the elves came from the Feywild to sort of check shit out. They were like, all right, let's go check, you know, let's go see if we can live somewhere else. And a few of them, so they used to be elves with wings. Right. Uh, They were all killed by dragons because the dragons were like, oh, we kind of killed all the other flying things. Now we got new flying food. Yay! Uh, but certain elves like Wood Elves, well, they were called Green Elves, managed to survive in the woods and they became what are commonly known as Wood Elves now. Right. So at one point, even even within this like permanent form, all the elves still had loads of different manifestations and different kinds of being.
1: Could any of them fly without wings?
0: Maybe with magic. Okay. And that's something to be aware of as well, is that elves are innately magical mm-hmm. they were once these primordial beings of like ever-changing power distilled into one person hence why they live so long hence why they can see in the dark hence why they can't be put to sleep you can't force an elf to sleep and they don't rest like humans do they enter something that they called reverie which is essentially a meditation right. and the reverie is the biggest way to age an elf i think when a child is born it's, they don't they don't sleep they can sleep and they can dream and they don't have much control over you know like anybody does yeah. they don't really have much control over their dreams but what they can do is sort of like meditate and recharge and all elves are taught to do this and when they do this when they close their eyes and meditate for four hours they don't see their thoughts and memories what they actually see as child is the thoughts and memories of their past lives
4: uh, okay That's, so they
0: they sort of spend four hours a day within the confines of old memories, and they're encouraged to explore them but not talk about them within elvish culture and society because essentially at a certain age, and I think that is at yeah no, at the end of the first century of life, sorry, so around a hundred years old, they start being able to remember things that they've done in their own life, so rather than remembering the things that have happened to past lives, they start to remember memories that they've had from this life. Okay. And it means that they can, with perfect recollection, start to recall their own lives and meditate on things that have happened. You know, like if you think about, you know, having a conversation with someone and then walking away from it, and then later on you're thinking to yourself, what did I say? You know, how mm. did that go? How did that go? An elf can perfectly recall during their rever, Well, during their, um, I think it's called, what's it called? It's called the... It's called a trance. That's what it's called. So during their trance, they can relive all their memories. It's how elves become so skilled at building things. Because when you think about practice, all practices is mentally going through things and putting them into your brain to create neural complexes that then fire off really quickly. Mm -hmm. An elf can practice that instead of sleeping.
3: Right. Like they
0: don't need to sleep. You can go train all day, and elf will go sit down after training with you. You need to sleep, and elf will just sit down for four hours and continue to train mentally in the head. Yeah. They can perfect something over years and years. One, they have the time for it, and two, they got the time for it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, um, it's just a super cool thing about elves, hence why they're kind of a bit different. And that does also give them a different outlook on life. Because mm-hmm. at 70, 100, by the rest of your people, you're considered a child because you've only just been able to start remembering your own life. Mm. So you literally
2: have no memories until that point.
0: No, you have memories, but the accuracy in which you can recall them during your trance starts to change. So when you trance, which is something that every young elf is encouraged to do, at first, old past life memories will come up and they're there to guide you and encourage you. You know, don't talk about them to your elders, because your elders no longer see these things, because that's what happens. After a while you stop remembering your past lives and all you can remember is the one that you're currently living. Why is it like that? Well, <laughs> I guess it's it's a bit unknown, really. The reasons for this skill, I guess you can call it. What's the purpose? Well, yeah. They're, they're, I guess Karellan's the only person that would really know. for He's the one... Well, they're the one that made the elves. I'm trying
3: to, like, think of one.
0: Well, do you want me to continue telling you what happens through an elf's life? It maybe cohesive it'll...
3: Cohesive beings.
0: Well... They go out and they're encouraged to adventure and live life to the full. And because of their extensive memory, an elf will be very particular about what they choose to do now, mm-hmm. because it's kind of what makes them a bit chaotic. What, but also makes them quite reserved. Because elves are known to be very like full of passion and full of life. And you know, the, the one of the things that are known about elves is that they're as quick to laugh as they are quick to temper. Like mm-hmm. you can oh, get that's one
2: interesting because my impression of them is that they sort of. I wanna really? say stoic, but maybe that's a
1: little Placated. too. Uh Lord of the Ringsy. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Yeah. But but an elf could be very stoic, but also very full of joy. Because if you to think fair, about stoicism,
2: it. Stoicism though is is about yeah. laughing, but I suppose yeah. the, the, the um uh, the possible stereotype of a stoic is a sort of like yeah, deadpan, deadpan everything is sort
0: of neither up or down Mm. i sort of imagine an elf to sort of be like that well they're less like that they're more like there's lots of ups and downs and i'm going to choose which one i'm going to remember for the rest of my life like they just won't get involved in something that they they know is pointless and they've also got a different outlook on things because like yes a slight a slight from you know maybe somebody steals something you know like gold or something like that from you you could you know spend the rest of your days hunting them down but you know, that's because you're a human. You've only got a few days. So I've got like... very good at letting oh, shit go. Pretty much. They right. are, but they're also really Even though never let back anything go. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of, it's their, kind of the chaotic actual
2: God was like... Uh, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Here's some revenge. Yeah, well, essentially but it's yeah.
0: a punishment, wasn't it? It's a punishment for going against the ways. But, yeah. um, an elf was very sentimental. Like if if like a friend gave them like a flower, and it's a really good friend, and they keep that flower with them. If somebody stole that. That'd be it. Uh, like yeah. you stole my fucking flower. You so son if of a bitch. Attached to yeah. the flower. Yeah, yeah. If there's a significant me- you know if there's a significant memory to it, and there's a significant reason for it. But little things like gold and clothes were a little a bit. They're a bit more like. Eh. So say we've got we hundreds were- of years to try out different hundreds of different mm-hmm. of fashion.
2: So say we were in the middle of a campaign, right, and mm-hmm. one of us was playing an elf. Mm-hmm. Right, and we were, for whatever reason, we were carrying a flower from a friend. Yeah, and then for whatever reason, I don't know how this stuff comes up because I haven't got that yet. I've that got- flower is taken yeah. by something that you're playing yeah, as the yeah. DM. Yeah. That could then, having this knowledge, would then change the course possibly of what happens next because your character. I'm would playing be the feud, elf, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah. well, I know <gasps> I'd be like. Fuck! Fuck this guy! I want the flower back. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you can make those character choices. So if you're playing an elf, maybe you think you maybe you think about what kind of elf you are, how old you are, because at, at some point as an adult you stop. Well, essentially you restart remembering your past lives again. So there becomes this cacophony of memory within your mind of the memory of what you've lived and the memory of your past lives, lives, and they just start to meld into one. And, and, and suddenly it becomes hard to tell what you've lived or what you, you're remembering lived. And a lot at that point, elves tend to take off their adventuring gear and settle down and be like, shit, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to be with family now and I'm going to explore this, these new memories that are coming to me and give them wisdom and allow myself to become that part of the community the older, wiser part of the community. Or, and I really like this idea, maybe you're playing an elf that's done nothing with his life and suddenly is remembering his past life and is remembering that, shit, I've spent my... (laughs) spent my entire life learning how to play the flute and now i'm now i'm getting old <laughs> like yeah. i've done nothing i better start adventuring now before i well, can't remember a, a anything Health an midlife crisis yeah, yeah
2: essentially at, what 400 years old or something
0: it would be yeah maybe they're, maybe their reverie and that's called the reverie when you start remembering your past life uh, okay. at an old age once the reverie starts happening to you maybe you're like oh shit i've done nothing with my life <laughs> yeah i mean that would be very confusing if you didn't know what memory was your memory and- it'd be very fun to play Mm. As a character, mm. every night every night when you trance, you're like, "Wait, did this happen to me?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can get that a lot anyway.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of like elven bodies and like how they age and stuff.
3: okay, um question question time.
0: You can ask me questions, Go for
3: it. okay. um, how intelligent are they? Well as a
0: species, yeah, very incredibly. Well, you know, with every species and with every character, you can be as dumb as you want or as smart as you like. And elves have a very... Because they've got so long to live, and the fact that their trance allows them to revisit memories, they make some of the best arcane spellcasters in the business. Arcane? Yeah, like a wizard.
4: Okay.
0: A cleric is a divine spellcaster. They use the power of their gods. And right. a arcane spellcaster is someone who uses the weave. Right. And the weave is how magic Use the transport. Weave,
2: Captain. <laughs>
0: essentially, the Weave is the force.
2: <laughs> the
0: Celtic weave. Yeah, essentially. Use the weave. <laughs> The weave of destiny. You're right there, Connie. You're in deep. Yeah, floor I've there.
1: just got so many things going on in my brain. In my, it's quite Are character- you in a strange. trance, Worker. Connie? <laughs> I'm in a bit of a trance, You're remembering
2: your past lives.
1: You no, know, I've just got three different theoreticals. First off, the emotional <laughs> place that you said they go. The Fayewild. Just made me think, okay, so Peter Pan's an elf, because Peter Pan controls the weather in Neverland um with
0: his emotions. Whoa. Yes. So, oh, does he? Or maybe he's yeah. just a human stuck in the fairwild.
1: No, he's not that.
0: Maybe that's the source
1: of <laughs> No, <laughs> you're wrong. Well, no, because I feel like I'm one of the few... I haven't even fucking finished reading it, but I'm one of the few people who has read at least a bit of Peter Pan. And then there's people posting fan theories Just being like... Just Robin Williams' film. Peter's a ghost. Oh, I love, I love Huxley. Such like, a good film. But it's like people post fan theories being like, oh, he was a ghost. And it's like, no, that's not That's read not a book. fan theory. That's in the book. Read that a book. That is canon. <laughs> anyway, so Peter Pan. And then my other thought was... You could like leave yourself a memento, and then as a young elf, your task is to find this memento from your past life. Uh, that's a great idea. That'd
2: be cool, wouldn't it? And then, I- ironically, I almost thought you were about to describe the film *Memento*.
1: I don't actually know if I've <laughs> seen no, it. No, it's
2: like goes back, like it goes back in time. Yeah, like there's a black and white bit, and there's a color bit. It's a very good film. Okay. He basically he, he leaves himself bits. notes on his tattoos on his body and he tries to oh, figure out
1: what's going
0: on because he doesn't have yes. he can't remember. Oh. He can't yeah, he's, he's, he can't make new memories. But
1: I was thinking you could write in your first hundred years, you could write a journal of all of your
0: past life. past
1: life memories so that then when you can't remember them, you can at least read them and be like, Oh cool. I'm <laughs> learning from my past selves.
0: i played a I played a really cool game recently where we, we explored, like, an ancient elven city. Uh, it's, called, it's called The Wreckage of Mithrinor. for anyone who wants to listen to it. It's on Roll Together's YouTube and podcasts and stuff. But essentially, the story was is an old wizard that's an elf wants to go to Mithranor to see if he can basically reawaken this city, this old ancient elven city. But it was all tied to the fact that he's going... Well, they, sorry. They were going through the reverie, and they, um, they remembered that they used to be one of the Seldarine and what they were trying to do was break back into heaven because obviously they'd been banned they've all been told that they can't come back to heaven so they were like I'm I'm making a prison break but into heaven hey. <laughs> it was a really I good it was a really good show i really enjoyed making that actually but you asking elves smart essentially elves created what might be one of the most... I mean, there's there's so many different stories about Elven cities, this, Elven cities, that. They're like one of the biggest things in D&D is like these ancient Elven cities that were there during the Crown Wars and then essentially all the Elves fought against each other and different races and just got decimated. They just got absolutely shat on because they had just too many enemies going around everywhere. And... They had to go into reclusion. But one of the things that elves did, which made them so powerful and such a dynasty, was something called elven high magic. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that funny? Because I'm just imagining the elves smoking up big, <laughs> big fat doobies. Whoa, bro! Whoa, man! I can like. see my past life. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just on the cush. <laughs> so essentially, elven high magic is ritual magic, which takes longer but is extremely potent and was developed by clerics and priests and wizards. And they essentially, the way that magic works in D and D is. The weave is through everything. It's like the matrix. It's what passes through everything and everything Uh, runs through mm. the weave. And as a wizard or a spellcaster, what you do is you take part of the weave's energy and you add some components and you say some words and you convert that energy into whatever magic thing you're doing. Elven high magic is like speaking to the weave and asking it to do something for you. Mm. So you're not ripping anything out. You're actually changing the fabric of reality so it's pretty powerful yeah one of the things that elven high magic could do was completely destroy things that's why there's so many elven ruins because when the elves went right we're losing this fight we need to leave this place and we need to leave these cities we can't leave all our knowledge and all our architecture and all our power behind Uh... so what we're gonna do is cast these spells that completely decay and corrode our cities, so that no one can steal any of our power. And it was for the greater good, essentially. And they—they they are very much like that as a people. They're very about interconnectivity. And these great cities that they built were built on things called mythals, and mythals are like magical spell batteries that could do like everything you basically need more wizards and you need more participants to cast higher level magic elven magic and the more people that participate the stronger the spell can be so you'd have like 10 wizards or 10 you know arch priests and then the whole city the whole populace would also give part of that arcane energy to this ritual and for a brief moment they will all be connected by the spell and they'll all be able to be at one with each other very much like in heaven when they're in Arvindor. which is why elven magic is so like venerated and so religious and then they would build shields around their cities and allow people to be able to fly in their cities there would just be constant magical effects going on And the city itself would never... All the crops would never die because it was constantly being pumped with elven goodness. So yeah, they were pretty smart. And they were smart enough that whenever an elven wizard created something with a high magic spell that would be used to, I don't know, trap a god, they did that once. They managed to trap a god. Who was it? I can't remember which one. Um, But I do know that it was a weak god
4: Mm -hmm. because it
0: has to be because the stronger the god the more sacrifice needs and the the one drawback is like you know if you're doing like small rituals um you know the more people you have the easier it gets but if you're doing big rituals those you know those people casting it are gonna die yeah there's no way out for them so when they when they banished this god into something to trap it forever those people casting it knew that this would be the last thing they did and they were doing it for the greater good and the whole city would have had to have given part of their power to help do it and people might have died. Oh. So once that spell was cast, the elves went, Better make sure nobody else has that and chucked it in the bin. So there's been there's been more high elven magic spells created and lost than we probably know. Also well, the elves don't then can't use it. Yeah. Can't never use it again. Oh. So is To keep it, out it of safe. Yeah, it's to keep it safe. Yeah. One of them will design something like like the spell to corrode a city. That's a very powerful spell that they could just
2: create it again if they already created it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well maybe, but it won't be easy. It'd take hundreds of years to try and figure out how to make that spell again. Oh really? Yeah, but it's time that an elf has that a human doesn't.
3: Mm. True. And what was a question about yeah. that. <laughs> which is uh I can't remember. I'll hit Sorry. you up with some more knowledge yeah. then if you like.
0: A cool fun thing that elves did do, which was um once they were kind of banished, you know, from heaven and stuff, they were like, Oh, I'll tell you what, I kinda of miss home. Shall we uh shall we shall we summon part of it? And they were like, Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So some of the elves got together, created a high magic ritual that literally ripped a piece of Arvindor out of heaven and stuck it on the material plane. This is called Evermeet, and this is where elves go to be closer to their heaven and it's like a holy place that elves can go to and it's, it's also got like really cool rituals I around like it just that, no fucking rules here yeah. <laughs> yeah these are no but these are extremely to do today, powerful things elf these aren't these John. aren't small feats these are things that took hundreds and thousands of years to do and many countless probably sacrifices right
2: but that means that it would have been passed down elf to elf hey hey dude Right, I've been like spending the last four hundred years conjuring the spell, but now I'm about to die. So if I can give it to you,
0: maybe then, maybe it was passed down. Can passed you imagine down. being a child and remembering? Or well, maybe that's what the past lives are about. Oh. Can you imagine? Oh. Can you imagine being a kid and remembering that you like, were the oh. one that summoned Arvindor, but you couldn't tell anyone? <laughs> <laughs> You're encouraged <laughs> not to. Do <Could> they ever <laughs>
1: explain why you so can't cool. talk to the elders about the
0: memory? It's it's out of respect. Okay. It's it's your own personal journey, and it's also not to. Because elves are these passionate creatures. Yeah. Imagine, imagine going up to somebody and just being like, "Oh, do you remember that time? You could remember like loads of adventures about your past lives and how oh, happy were. Do you, you remember can't. how you can't do that anymore?
1: Right. Right. Okay.
0: And it's not. It's not. You know. It's not malicious. Mm. A child talking about their fun isn't malicious, but it will still upset an older person no. who can no longer do that.
4: Mm.
0: So you're not allowed to offend <coughs> an older elf. It's not about not allowing <laughs> to, it's it's cultural it's cultural politeness.
1: Just in, in a way, It's probably. different
0: to us. We don't have that problem because we don't remember those things. But if we did, we would all know young people probably shouldn't talk about this thing that old people can no longer do anymore. Right. Yeah, but like if somebody if somebody lost the I mean, use I, of I, their I often legs, I go up to my
2: grandma and I'm like, hey, remember when you could walk properly? <laughs> wait, wait. That's what I mean. <laughs> and
0: I just dance in front of it. Look, look at my legs. Look at them. <laughs> That's what I mean. Your grandma's probably crying when you leave.
1: <laughs> I just feel like they're missing out on a learning moment.
2: Yeah. Could no, it could uh, get Yeah, really uh, It could is get
1: it? tricky because, like, imagine
3: you're remembering something traumatic or true, something that hasn't been revealed to someone else yet, but you know it about them.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Oh. Yeah,
3: and it are probably, if they are such passionate creatures, <gasps> it probably teaches them an element of self-preservation because if you are passionate and you
1: want to share, I was just going to say. On that note, imagine remembering that you were murdered by someone and they haven't died yet. Yeah. Oh. I, I love, love that. And chaos. now, and
0: now they're in reverie, and they're this really like wise man that yeah. helps the village. Exactly. And you're like, that person killed me dun, in the past dun, life. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, my last life, they killed me. <laughs> I remember. <laughs>
3: so there's a few reasons. This is
0: a to... screenplay, guys. We should cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Don't that's, steal our ideas, guys. That's oh yeah, sure. Now, what about the elves that went with Lólf? The demon. Lord. Oh, I forgot that one. gone with. I him. have a quick question.
1: You just said she'd gone.
2: That I should have asked earlier. Oh yeah, go on. <laughs> you know when you were saying that the before the elves were like in the body of the elves,
0: mm-hmm. they were still elves. Yeah, but they were just in other it. bodies. Elves were known as basically intangible creatures. They could be tangible. They could be anything. They were just pure. So chaos. like could mm. they
2: be an orc, a dwarf? If they a wanted plant, to take, if know, they whatever.
0: wanted to take that. Physical so they shape, could have they come could
2: have. to the material plane and been a dwarf for a bit.
0: But what they all thought but was they would have
2: been an elf in a dwarf.
0: This body's a lot better. <laughs> yeah. or, you know the body that elves have was the best option they could think of basically. They went, "Oh, oh this is the form we'd like to take." So they are the they are peak body. <laughs> Essentially they think they're peak body. What's the point of years about then? Apparently that's peak. <laughs> Literally. Just <laughs> <Doesn't laughs> make
2: like
3: my peak. Much, peak, it? Year. Lots peak. Of point years. Um and is it Each valid? <laughs> is it valid or okay to say that in the de- like that they've kind of taken hu- human form humanoid Humanoid form
0: yeah. mortal form obviously. So isn't
3: that quite a compliment to... Humans Humans
0: Well, it's kind of like... It's you have kinda, to make it about in, yourself, then you, Kat? Yeah <laughs> Yeah, but in a way In a way, they're kind of like Oh, yeah, yeah humans human. are all right But yeah. they'd look better if they were really I don't know pretty. pretty And never had beards And, like, you know, were ageless And, you mm. know, I mean, live for longer And we're just generally better than humans Oh, yeah <laughs> That's kind of... A, a lot of, like, elvish culture is like Well, we're just better Yeah Than you We live longer? We just are Better,
4: better
3: than you. <laughs> So when fighting, do you against... remember the other day
0: when you forgot where you put your toothbrush? That never <laughs> happened to me.
1: <laughs>
2: like, I always know where my it. toothbrush <laughs> is. Imagine, <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay.
0: But they'd just remember. They'd just be like, "Give me a second. Yes, yeah, there."
2: <laughs> that would be really handy sometimes.
1: Oh gosh, yeah. What?
0: You know, when you can't find your keys. And so it's like when's the last I time do, you had them? I do think that the best the best wow. thing about the elves is that they they, they I think in copies. the trance they remember things that they choose <laughs> to remember. Yeah. Like they have to sift through their memories kind of thing. Mm. So I, I don't think it's as simple as like, you know what I mean, as I just made it out. I think there is a level of like they have to sort of traverse through their memories. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so important the memories they make. Because that's you know, the choice that they now make is gonna live with them for the rest of their life. Right. Because it could be possibly traumatic in a good way or in a bad way. And they'll live with that for the rest of their life. What's
4: traumatic in a
3: good way?
0: Like when you laugh too hard and you'll never forget that.
3: Is that trauma?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I'm talking on my arse we'll come Anyway. Interesting one, though. I can remember that time when I laughed so much, well, I cried. Really, if you think really about it, experience. I guess. I guess trauma is just an important thought that's sad. And a happy memory is an important thought that's not sad. Both are traumatic in different ways. One you (laughs) like and one that you don't like and you're just not willing to forget.
4: Guess no, well, it would be laughing
3: so much you wee yourself.
0: Yeah, you'll never yeah, but
3: that's—I'd love to remember and you, that. And then
0: you're embarrassed. Do you not? Re- yeah. Do you not have like an instant good memory? Yeah. Like if I said to you, think of your happiest memory right now, you're like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like emblazed in, in your head as bad as a in negative blazed. one. <laughs> for me, is I don't think I don't of
1: my memory own memory. My I <laughs> think of Harry Potter <laughs> trying to think of a happy memory. <laughs> when you know. No, know. But, but but that for you is a happy memory. Clearly, that's quite
0: traumatic on your life. It's traumatized you so much that when you think about happiness, I have a traumatic memory. No, but Wait, I think, oh, yeah, oh, that's what I'm saying. Traum- traumatic podcast? memory is just a word for bad.
3: Mm. What is it?
0: Right,
2: traumatic memory. Yeah. Uh, when I was at school, it was like, maybe like early teens. So, you know, prime years for like... Being at school. Being at yeah. school, being cool, you know. <laughs> Imagine being time. like
0: 30 and being in, at school.
2: I, in, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that must happen Plot so twist, people. you're a teacher. <laughs> I, uh, I was in Scouts, right, and... Uh, they said that next week was fancy dress. So me and my bro, I dressed up as a cowboy. He dressed up as a spaceman. And we arrived at the uh, the venue ready for scouts the next week. And we looked through the window. Nobody was Everyone was just in it. their own clothes.
3: Oh, no.
2: And I was like, "But uh, the fancy dress. And they were like, yeah, it didn't mean like literally fancy dress, just like not these clothes. So I was like, well, that wasn't very fucking <laughs> clear, was
0: it? <laughs> that's that's unbelievably wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And, and I, I, me and my bro just went in. Dressed as a I have to say out of the two outfits that you could have been being a cowboy was the one you could have gotten away with more than yeah because speck- took- <laughs> yeah I took the hat
2: off and all that kind of stuff and then I just was wearing a shit. Yeah trousers. where's your brothers there well, my bro helmet. was there for literally 2 hours in a full on tin foil tin foiled <laughs> type onesie (laughs) that's like
1: every every person's nightmare it was horrible
2: my mom actually told me that she regretted letting us go in but i was like this is why i bring it up i was like hey it actually made us bigger people yeah so it's a traumatic memory that isn't traumatic but okay but it was traumatic
3: it was traumatic at the time but
0: it it that's what I mean. I is think that what you mean? it's They're both important. Yeah. Trauma just means it was bad.
3: Well, tra- <laughs> no, trauma just means it was unprocessed. It's it remains unprocessed. I funny. guess. Yeah, yeah. I oh,
0: guess. Yeah. Yeah. This is I don't know enough to, to to lay down any <laughs> yeah, fat no. definitions. If that makes sense. <laughs> no, I'm not a psychologist. I am focused. not a licensed therapist. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> to I'm to a very good friend. Elves. Very interesting, <laughs> though. Uh,
0: so back on the elves, though. Um, do you remember I was talking about Lolth and Arushni? Sorry, just fuck before. you. I'm really sorry.
2: It's because I didn't didn't get round to asking the important question is oh, yeah. w- if you could play a elf in another body in D&D, or is the knowledge of the elves basically... That
1: was in the past.
2: Yeah, like you come to D&D and you play the game with the knowledge that this is what happens, so you can't do that. I think... um I think that made sense the way
0: that I the way that I'd do it it is like I'd be like if you've got a character idea and you want to play an elf you'd be like Niall I'm really interested in this past lives thing like what will my character have seen in his past life and I'll go cool let me think about that and I will go away and if there's anything you want to do then we'll you Know, tell me about it if you're like, I oh, kind of like the idea that in a past life I was, I was a, and I was like this really cool adventurer. So now, now that Don't. I want to be an adventurer, I, I'm remembering, you know, that I used to be really cool. So I'm trying really hard to be that really cool person again. Was that you know a good I mean?
1: question? Oh,
0: uh, if not, you were like, in a past life, I was an evil wizard. But what <laughs> about but like, when the they stuff could that shape you shapeshift? Yes. Oh, if you sorry, played, sorry, if you wanted no, to no,
1: play the elf as the,
0: as a primal elf. Yes. No, you can't. Right. You can't. You'd remember right. it. You'd remember You might it, have memories. you come
2: to a D&D campaign and be like hey i'm an elf in i'm the a primal primal
0: elf because it's not that time in history yeah. right now mm. the only okay. time that you'll ever once again reach that form is in Arvindor when you die
3: right and Arvindor okay so evermore evermeet
0: evermeet ever <laughs> is, is a slice of heaven on earth for elves. and it's it's magically warded so that only those who know how to get there can
1: Welcome to Niles travel agency. Mm. Mm-hmm. Find your slice of heaven.
0: In a fantasy world.
1: That was actually
3: very soothing. Mm.
0: <laughs> you should be a voice actor. Yeah. Let's turn it into an ASMR podcast. But oh, no,
3: please, no. Do
0: you remember those, uh, yes, those please, bad boy elves? Please get to the bad we'll Oh, I have a question. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so there's Loth, right? That was going to yeah.
3: be my question, but no. It was just if they're quite peaceful between their own selves, their own race. Well... Yeah. But it's not that. It's, it's not that simple, just, unfortunately. Yeah. So you go. How do
0: you so, spell Lolth? L O L T H. Lolf. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lolth. So, Lolth. <laughs> oh,
1: sorry. That was the best thing in my head.
0: <laughs> so Lolf took. I reckon that would work with the elves. Lolf took some primal elves that agreed with her and created something called the Dark Seldarine. The Dark Seldarine are like a reverse version of the celdarine so you know how korelin's kind of like the top guard and all the other celdarine teach the other you know elves how to live via korelin's rule fun thing about korelin is yeah, is that if you pray to korelin he'll ignore you like you can still get divine power and stuff but korelin literally said don't ask me for anything because you kind of fucked up when you uh yeah. when you became permanent yeah, right. I so to i'm it. gonna stay out of your mortal affairs you can still pray to me, still worship me, still, you know, you can be clerics of Kuralin and stuff like that and still gain that power. But in terms of, like, some gods will literally come down in their avatars and be like, hey, I'm here, bitch. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Some like, some, like, Grimesh fight with his people. Kuralin's like, no, I'm busy being the wind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? So is there a, li- is it, is uh, the elven uh, pool of souls like Bitcoin? There's only, there's only, there's only so many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because... Uh, I almost feel it's a bit unfair that Corellin is like punishing all these elves right. that did shit in the past. There's
0: some wrong there's some definitely some wrongness within the mythos. Well, is it cuz all the elves that
2: exist Existed when that happened. They're just being born into new souls.
0: Well, here, that's the thought. When when a when an elf dies, it's kind of celebrated because they're going back to heaven to be at one with their maker. Whereas when a child is born, they're a bit like, oh, you know that that means somebody's been thrust into mortal life again. It's kind of sad. Um, twins have like an interesting lore about them. Like when twins are born, they're pretty much like connected by a soul. The theory is is that their soul is shared between them, the them and they are. often like be aware of each other. Feel each other's presence, mm-hmm. even if separated. True twin flames. Some, some are you. You're, inter- uh, you're saying to me some are, are elves genderless. There are some mm-hmm. that are gifted with. I think it's called the gift of Corellian. Where some elves that can just switch gender. Damn it! They can just change gender at will, oh, and that's, that that's like specific that elves that are still connected to Corellian more um, than others.
3: Why are they still? <clears throat> cre- maybe they've just fluke c- anomaly collected good virtue and maybe their lives,
0: or... maybe who knows? It's all a mystery. Um, mm-hmm. But then, we got Lolf and her Dark Seldarine. So, Corellin's a bit of a stay-out... You know, he's a bit of a stay-out dad. Went out for some cigarettes, never came back. Yeah. Or, and and kind of left, you know, everybody else in charge. Everybody still worships Corellin, because, you know, he's the light it. and all that. Well, they're the light, do you know what I mean? They're pretty cool. Uh, nobody really knows why. Um, <laughs> other than he birthed the elves. Yeah. That's kind of why they get worshipped. Lolf's a bit more like, no, 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 no. All these dark gods work for me, but you fucking worship me or you die. Loth just went, like, on a full, like, rampage. So where did and Loth come from? Loth was one of the primal elves that was married to Corellin.
1: That was grown from Corellin's
0: Originally blood? called Arushni. Right, okay. And she became Loth, the demon lord.
3: When she killed him. She stabbed him in the back.
0: Oh, she st- the wife. Yeah. The she primal elf. She didn't the kill him, but she, she hurt him. <laughs> the bad, bad marriage elf. elf. And essentially, okay. she created a new pantheon where you can, you know, you can gain power from those gods and stuff, but all your worship is dedicated to Loth. And she created a society using a certain sect of elves. Now, it's not really sure whether or not the elves were kind of, you know, these elves are called dark elves or drow. And within D&D rules, there's been like a big turnover point to be like not all drow are evil. Um, And really, really sort of like amplify that because there was a lot of, a lot of like ties to racism in terms of the drow having black skin and being evil elves kind of thing is that all all these black skinned elves are evil they ties then people have people have said it. apparently i haven't read these books or anything like that. But apparently there was a lot of racially charged things within the drows and dark elves. So now in the new legacy stuff and, you know, being able to change anything, not all drow are evil, but there's still a sect of drow that basically oh. worship Loth. And drow are dark elves that have white hair and somewhere between, like, whitey grey skin to, like, obsidian black skin. And there are certain sect of elves that were called dark elves. During the Crown Wars, the dark elves were one of the most powerful people that were there and you know there was different tribes of elves like i was saying the dark elves also made deals with dragons and became sort of like the secondary rulers below dragons when dragons ruled the world so the dark elves are pretty like cunning and canny and Mm. sort of nowhere to be at the right time throughout history and then there's lolth stark elves that are really like fucked up essentially Uh. lolth created this system in place where she is the top dog and everyone venerates her and everybody fears her more importantly and the only way to really climb that ladder in drow society is one to be a woman because men don't hold sway here you have to be as close to lolth as possible so you need to be a woman And you need to be extremely fucking cunning because at any point in time, Lolf can send a task to you and it'll be like, kill your mother or kill your father or kill this person that you've grown up with for years. And Lolth has told you that. This isn't This isn't like, you know, this is a sign from my god. Your god will literally tell you, fucking do this, otherwise they'll be held to pay. And you're like, okay, cool. It's illegal to kill people within drow society. So what you need to do, well, it's not illegal to do it. It's illegal to get caught. Uh... <laughs> that's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's the society she's bred. She's bred this society that all, you know, all worships her, is about veneration, but is innately like cutting its own feet off so that they're constantly subservient to her because they're, they're constantly in fear of her and you've got to be extremely cunning practical and sneaky and one of the coolest I've, i read a really funny thing about the trials of lolth which is that you know she can send you this trial and she can be like look you need to kill this person that you've trusted for years so go go do that and then just before you're about to succeed or just before you're about to stab them she'll whisper in their ear your friend's about to kill you and then they know they've got like six seconds to fight you or to try to stop whatever's going on. So she really pits people against each other and the strongest wins. And people chose to be uh, like under her domain? Well, or... she gives them power. It's kind of the price you pay for power because you're the, you're the matron mother of this drow city. You're the arch priestess of Lolth. You get all the power in the world. Everything that you say goes. But you better make sure you make Lolth happy.
3: Oh, uh, so these are only for the dark elves.
0: These are for Drow specifically, which are followers yeah, of Lolth. Which a certain sect of them follow Lolth. So, what point did they pick to follow Lolth rather than? It's kind of it's kind the of muddy. Guy's name. It's a bit muddy. When Lolth took the primal elves with her to the Underdark, and some say they were banished to the Underdark because Drow have sunlight sensitivity. Um, but they have more magical powers, so they're more innately magical. Essentially, they separated as a race. So dark elves don't have the reverie; they don't remember their past lives, and they don't go to Arvindor when they die because they sided with Lolth. But
1: are they still like? This really is like there's some real biblical. They're apparently terms not. Here. Huh. So they're apparently, dark. In the story. well,
0: nobody knows. Just... Nobody knows what's happens to them. My thought would be is that because they these pe these you know certain elves. Venerate Lolf, My thought would be Their souls go to the abyss And become part of her armies
3: mm. So Oh because they're concerned With earthly power Whilst they're here But at the price Of their soul For eternity. Maybe
0: today. Maybe That's just my theory Kicking well, around Because
3: otherwise If she was telling you Kill this person Yeah
0: it's for power go, Oh it's definitely For material power
3: we're fucking damned anyway so. But in a, yeah in
0: certain ways It's not damned is it Because you're the You're the top dog In this whole city
3: No but as in When they die it's all just going to be done. Well, they
0: don't know that. I don't think. I don't think you'd tell your followers that, would you? I wouldn't. This is a theory. You know what I mean? It's just my ideas on where to live. So, do, do they live come. among other elves? No. Uh, some do, yes, but most don't. <laughs> most live in the most live in the underdark, where there is no sunlight. Um, with Durag, DM now, I'm afraid. So, that's <laughs> okay. Okay. do you want to take it away,
3: I will be. <laughs> I bloody would. <laughs> bloody will.
2: She's a fucking druid, whatever it's called. Druid. Not druid.
3: Oh, I did kind Star of want to be a druid. No.
2: I was trying to say that you're these dark elves you're cunningly trying to Oh, kill a Drew. Elves. So yeah, I'm a DM.
3: Oh, wait, but Loth. Yeah. Is Lolth. that... Isn't there a mystical creature called yeah. Lilith? Yeah. Which, is she a representation of...
0: Maybe similar. Maybe some stuff that's devil similar. or something. Wait, Maybe... Lilith indeed yeah. indeed. I don't know, no. I don't know, but Lolth is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: so,
4: yeah, I reckon, you know I reckon there's some,
0: No, no, I, I, I've heard of Lilith and I know what you're saying about, you know, she's like the female representation of Satan. And I would say that Lolth is the closest thing you'll get. <laughs> she isn't, yeah. she's not... I, there's like little, just little details that I really love about the priestess of Lolth and the worshippers of Lolth and that drow side of society. Because I really like the idea of a society built on power... And you know they build on slavery as well. they just enslave anything that they find. Anyone that's a drow is lesser. Wow, you know it. what I mean if you're an elf, any, anyone else that's an elf is lesser to drow. um anyone that's not an elf is lesser just by proxy. um drow hate all other elves because essentially they they sided with the wrong side to fuck you. yeah, Do you know what I mean like why yeah. why you should have come with us with Lolf where we can be ambitious and have shit, like yeah. have what we want. That's the whole point of having mortal forms, yeah, and also God kicked us out. Like yeah. fuck, God.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, secondly, you get everything you want on the material plane because you've got more power to do so, mm-hmm. and you just ruthlessly live your life through pleasure and, and suffering.
3: I swear, this is so
0: hedonistic elf.
3: Hedonistic elf.
0: <laughs> but it is pretty
2: much like that. And then, yeah. so they do live with the other elves. That's that's what I was trying to get. Not
0: at. no. So no, like, the... I reckon, I reckon in modern D and D, yes, in modern D and D. But when you talk about Lolth's drow, no, Lolth's drow live in the Underdark, away from everything. Who else I just don't mind? understand how they can Duragar. gain anything from Duragar That's and dwarves it, the dwar- yeah. if they're all just in the Underdark. They were forced into the Underdark after the after the Crown Wars. So
2: they have, so they're 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 minions of Lolth. Yeah, but they can have anything they want in the
0: Underdark. well, they make raids for the at night. They come up at night and they'll take cities and take slaves and shit like that they just ruin everything the dr- the drow are extremely clever and and like know those tunnel systems and and the underdark is essentially a whole planet underneath the surface it's fas- it's fascinating oh. but like, there's like loads of other little things so that they have to do just
3: power for power's sake
0: kind of that. yeah it's an evil society based yeah. on an evil god that's been sort of like tagged alongside this sub-race of elf mm. that's unfortunately had racial
1: just feels like she's done ties. a complete one eighty it's very strange.
0: I reckon I reckon it's ambition. So
1: it's the consequences of the ambition. Mm.
3: So is there any prophecy within Elven culture about
0: About what returning to heaven is returning stuff, right?
3: to heaven or the end of <coughs> the dru?
0: End of the drows. Drows drow. Subjugation of Lolf. <laughs>
4: Uh, there's, a lot yeah. of,
0: there's a lot of names Interesting, yeah. interestingly <laughs> enough the drow have like a little especially in the older writing as well the, the drow have like a little bit of a get out clause there's two There's two main factors to this one of them is called Dritzdo Erden, who was a drow in the main city Mezen Barazin who literally saw everything that was going on and was like not for me and became one of the like greatest heroes of D&D lore and he's an evil dark elf that just was like nah um. and changed the perception of dark elves Right. Within D&D's Forgotten Realms books. <laughs> and then there's also a god called Alistri. And out of all the dark celdrine. she was the one that went along and is the only good god. All the other gods are evil, apart from Alistri, who's the sort of the patron saint of any good drow. Because she understands that they can't, they'll never be reborn. They don't have past lives. They don't, you know what I mean? They don't have all these things anymore. So they needed a god, and she's that god. Okay, here's a question. Yes? I don't think there's an answer, though. Cool.
2: But if we go off the basis that, you know, the elven souls are like Bitcoin and mm-hmm. there's only a limited supply, mm-hmm. if drow live and then die, mm-hmm. surely they'll eventually run out. Mm-hmm. But drow aren't
0: like other elves, are they? Delivered. Yes, yeah. can they?
1: Sorry, I put my hand up. Um, would it be possible for a non drow to be reincarnated as a drow?
0: From yeah. fact for you, there's a spell called reincarnate, which means that you could potentially be reincarnated into an elf or a drow. Or, an elf or a, a drow might reincarnate into something like a human or something like that. There's also a high elven spell that changes the subrace of an elf. So you could change an elf into a drow and then they would, um, they would infiltrate drow society as spies and things like that. Hmm.
3: Ah, so there can be more.
0: This is the thing with fantasy. There's always something. Well, there's always an answer. Yeah, I guess. I guess the only real, the real answer for it would be. I guess we'll find out when we start playing, which will be soon to in a while. (laughs) Somewhere between soon and in a while. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's kind of like your your typical drow law and your. Your drow stuff, but like I said, like a lot of that's legacy stuff, and uh, D and is leaning towards like you can be anything and everywhere, and everyone's kind of accepted yeah. now. There's less of this like orcs are hated, drow are hated kind of thing. But I, I no, think but that gives that a real good sort of yeah, one exactly. But I, I do, <laughs> I do really like the idea of actually keeping to want. the. I, I like keeping to the roots of those ideas and actually having yeah. it so that in certain places, yes, it's a metropolitan place where everything is pretty like cultural everything's kind of great but then you go into the underdark and you find a city full of Loth drow and above that city are a load of human towns that fucking hate elves and i wonder why it's because below there's this city that keeps fucking attacking them and guess what they all happen to be drow there's one thing that you can't change uh... in life and that's ignorance um,
2: <laughs> so could you be a like... drow in a huh? campaign or yeah. does the drow have to remain in the underdark no you can be a drow outside would people know you're a drow? Yeah. Because you, you'd look like, one. How you like <laughs> one. So that wouldn't go very well. So if you It would, might. It
0: depends on where you are at the time. But Can if you were in a campaign with a bunch of other people... Yeah, and everybody hates drow, drow in that campaign. Yeah. That, and you chose to be a drow. Yeah, most people would hate you. So it would be problematic. It could be. But it could be fun. Yeah. You have to win over. You don't the, have to do anything. Teammates. What if you just play a drow that's like, I have nothing to prove to you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. you.
3: But when they just try and kill
0: him. <laughs> and it's like, well, why are you here? It's like... Because uh, I'm helping you. I can always leave. You cunt. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like that. It's it's one of those things that like Mm -hmm. it's nice to role play difficult situations, and it's nice to play out those things that maybe don't make sense in life, and maybe it's it's nice to fight a racist in game and beat them. Do you (laughs) know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean by like you know. There's lots of different things, and this is the most fun thing about D and D is that as soon as you start getting really into like a character race your head starts going you know all different ideas and 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 what what i do want to achieve is whatever you choose to do we're gonna play that out like we're gonna have it happen if you come to me and you're like i've got this idea this is what i want to do believe me we'll touch upon everything and i'll try and hit every angle that i can because the world that i'm trying to build is a world where anything can happen in one place you'll have like you know technological advancement and people have guns and shit and another place it's like you know Lord of the Rings going through the Shire. Do you know what no, I mean? No,
3: not guns.
0: Guns are, guns are, <laughs> guns are legit in d d You're playing all the roles there uh, oh, today. they are legit Gunslingers, Half yeah. Half DM, child.
1: Um. I, want to, I want to be at a Western...
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be an OS. Gunslinger fighter. I I think I might be, I'm watching the Sandman, so I think I'd like to be a representation of an emotion. You'd like to be a Sandy
0: man? (laughs) I've
1: still not started watching it yet. Why
0: don't you be the 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 representation of time?
2: Is
1: it good?
0: You have my helm. (laughs) Give it
2: me back. So, so, sounds I, like Yorkshire. I, I might like, <laughs> give it
3: me back, love
2: <laughs> Give me my <me> helmet back. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Actually,
0: yeah, going, you got me, Ellen. You've got me, helmet Can right. I got back get back, back? Give me back. Let's go to bump. Listen here, you, you fucking twat. <laughs> give me back me, me sand. <laughs> I've got a bag of sand and I need it. <laughs> Otherwise, people can't
4: dream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. That changes that. That changes that whole thing. Se- oh, are you are you Lucifer? Oh, let's have a little battle of of of, of concepts, shall we? <laughs>
2: yeah, that was that's not where I was expecting that to go. But anyway, we're against that. Because I don't want to do any spoilers. 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 So,
0: spoilers. um, basically, elf names are pretty cool. Uh, they have all sorts of names. They're like Adran, Amare, er, Lucesus, Peleus Perrin You've seen Lord of the Rings. They've yeah. got long ass names that make no sense. Galandria. But they also have child. Chas- right. As opposed things. to the rest of oh, D&D. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Like they have names as
1: kids and then they get love adults. Yeah, I love those.
0: So they have like a name that they're given, but then they're also given like a kid name. Like this is the name that you have oh. until you until you start remembering your life. Oh,
3: read them
0: out. Uh, one of them's one of them's Nile. Nice. Oh, oh my
3: god, it's you're an elf. N a i l l. Are you an elf, indeed?
2: <laughs> I'll, no- I'll never tell. Nile's definitely a Drew. A Drew. Is it that what it's called? A Drow. Uh, a, a, drow. a
4: Drow.
2: Is that racially charged, John?
0: <laughs> Ooh. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> I have white hair. Full <laughs> each white hair. Um, and then they have family names, which are usually like names like Moon Whisperer, but in Elvish, it's Gladonel. Mm. It's kind of stuff like that, basically, and you know they all speak Elvish. So they all fair. What other just just kids' elves.
1: names do they have? Uh, so Ara. Have a no, you have to be Brin,
0: Erin, be Fane well, okay. Mella. So, so <laughs> Farn, Rail, Sai, Val. These are just okay. like are examples. These all they're just well, easy. They so it. you have a name yeah. that's
1: it's easy to say yeah. until you're an adult, and like then it's that cool. <laughs> Now it's yeah. complicated, but, but you
0: could still be doing. called Isn't your childhood the, name by another doing. elf. Like another elf might know you as Aaron, but you tell everyone, "My name is Vorkenstalden <laughs> <laughs> Barken walken
3: Oh my gosh, he sounded like um, not sou- Sauraman. So <laughs> He sounded exactly like
0: We must give up to Sauraman's scream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a mate who was teaching wrong.
2: English in China, and that's what they did there. Really? Uh, Their childhood names. names. They had like an English name.
1: Oh, oh no, no that's very to, common That's common,
0: yeah, yeah that um, It's because they're like we, we, we These we English motherfuckers pronounced. Can't pronounce Niall. our names <laughs> Or Not that they can't They're just unwilling to learn yeah. really you know, you
1: know,
4: My like,
0: name's not Nile, Is it not? it? No. Are you doing yeah. No, my name's Nahil. It's pronounced Nile. Would you rather us Nahil. say that? No <laughs> Exactly No when, Because when it's in, so much easier For I somebody in to go I'd Rather than
2: be like Ah, Nahil, how are you? When I lived in Spain No one could say Jordan Because not a J sound Oh yeah They were like Jodan yeah and I and I didn't you know get annoyed because they weren't no. saying Jordan. I just was like, well, mm, yeah. sounds quite nice. You know, you know <laughs> in Pitch
1: Perfect, there's Fat Amy, and she calls herself Fat Amy. Yeah. Yeah. On my brother's master's course, there was a guy from China who introduced himself to it's everybody Chinese as Bob George from China. Yeah. And that was his that was his English George name is Hi. I am George, George from, from China. Because
0: hey. if you ever get me confused with other George, you'll be able to quickly discriminate yes. because I'm Chinese. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I never well, knew that you
0: know. about you. Yeah. Nahil. Yeah.
2: Nahil yeah. Ibrimasov. Nahil, nahil,
1: I can't remember how it came up.
2: It's way sexier, I'm going to give you that.
1: I'm not going to lie.
2: I am a little aroused. He's <laughs> yeah. getting the ice <laughs> from Jordan too. and Catherine <laughs> <at> the <moment.
3: laughs> And then I've just known it for years. Yeah. So I, I didn't even think... know you had that accent in your arsenal.
0: <laughs> got Have you seen else? his name on paper? Mm. I d- I don't yeah, know. yeah I know. know. I've got apostrophes and shit. Elves. They've obviously changed all this with the whole legacy thing, which I've said every time we've talked about a race, you know. Um, but originally, elves, a bit more dexterous than the rest of us, so they would have mm. an extra plus two to their dexterity. Uh, again, they live a very... Yes?
1: What does dexterity
0: do? Dexterity means you're harder to hit, and you're better at acrobatics and shit like that.
1: Okay, cool. Thank
0: you. And range stuff. To be, to be stuff. technical. <laughs> you're bearing at hitting things at range with accuracy, you're yes. harder to hit because you're more dexterous and you can move out of the way okay. um or you've um you know you're pretty good at acrobatics. So could you Good with your hands as well. So dexterous. so this yeah, is
2: the, the game general game. rule is that you are very good with dexterity but it would be fun.
0: Yeah, you could play an elf to with play an elf yeah. with No dexterity. Uh, yeah. So
2: <laughs> they they're shooting spells and they're burning things on fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But can they move out of
0: the way? Can they fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they an elf with floppy arms. <laughs> they're normal size. They tend to have pointed ears. They're a, they stand a bit smaller than humans. They don't tend oh, to really, have, yeah, yeah just a little me. bit.
1: Oh, I always thought they were tall. Yeah, no, me too. Oh.
0: I think you're wrong. <laughs> Dem- democracy here, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's just Lord of the
1: Rings makes them tall. Yeah, yeah I know. Thing. I'm just
0: reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they can be tall elves but they just tend to be a bit smaller than humans okay uh, they tend to have very beautiful features that don't age even when they get old they don't look old um and an elf that's reaching ah. their like very final years will have like some wrinkles under their eye and maybe some crow's feet that's about it okay. they don't they just don't age the same way humans do on Is top of yeah.
1: like that film with justin timberlake and amanda seyfried where everybody stops aging at 25.
0: Oh, like, uh, what was that called? Time? Time.
1: Time. And, yeah, time, money time. is... Currency is time. Time, time. is money.
0: Killian oh. Murphy's in that, isn't he? Is he? I think is so. Is he? Killian Murphy yeah. looks like an elf.
1: He does he look like, like a, an elf. Wax some long elf. hair on him. Yeah. He is an mm-hmm. elf. But
0: that's, yeah, that's kind of another staple of, like, elven looks is high cheekbones, like, thin features, you know, very, like, uh, extraordinary and beautiful all the time. Mm. I really... They don't have beards, but I really, I'm, I'm like, no, you can have whatever you want in my world, just because I love the idea of an elf who's like. <laughs> I just really like the idea of an yeah. elf that's really to let himself go because elves are really like beautiful and slender and yeah. like muscular and just amazing and I just really like the idea of this one elf is you know he's on his third divorce <laughs> he's he's you can get these things that get fat elven high magic right you can make a pact with your lover or like a kindred spirit or even an animal and essentially you you create a, an internal link to that thing so you know how it feels at all times and you have a permanent link to it you can even speak telepathically towards God, it how using these rituals but it's like <laughs> it's like to show how close you are in a marriage and stuff like that mm. i right. like to think that this guy's had three divorces he's had three of those spells cast um so he's still connected to his exes even <laughs> oh, though he doesn't want to be yeah. he's got a comb over because he's balding and a real big beard and he's mm. overweight and I just really like that idea.
3: Touching on the overweightness, do they eat?
0: Yeah. 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 Elves eat, sleep. That guy ate too much. But they don't mm. have to sleep. They can sleep, but they don't have to.
3: Do they have to eat? Yes. So <laughs> it must have some benefit. And, and I'm necessary. assuming
2: they must have to be careful about what they eat, otherwise, they wouldn't be able to get fat. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Do you know what
0: I mean? They're, pro- they're constantly running. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The elves are are all into their fitness. But sorry, anyway, I'll keep going. So uh, they can see in the dark because they're innately magical. So they literally see the weave in black and white. That's how they see in the dark. I've explained dark vision before. Um, They have keen senses, which means they're proficient in perceiving things, which means they're just better at seeing things than most people. Mm -hmm. They have fey ancestry, and that's probably from their time in the fey wild which means that they have advantage on saving throws against being charmed and they can't be magically put to sleep. So they're just like... Right. They're they're very strong against magic because they're innately magical creatures. Again, they trance, so they don't dream. They just rest for four hours and that's their version of a long rest, which makes them better than humans. And they speak elvish and is... You know, that's their main language, I guess. Now, there's lots of different sub-races of elves. And there's these, like, Araini and then there's another one called um, v- 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 Velinair Elves. And they're, like, from a specific book series called Eberron. And I think they're from the world of Kryn, which is where Eberron is set. And they have specific traditions and specific stuff that if you guys want to take that on board when you go to make your characters, I'm cool with that and we'll do that. And that means these certain elves get, um, the Arrheni high elves get um, an increase in intelligence. They get another skill and another tool proficiency, which suggests that, you know, throughout their life, they've picked up other skills. They get a cantrip from a wizard spell list and then can cast that using intelligence. So it means they're innately magical, essentially. And you get an extra language, which is pretty fucking useful. You know, just mm-hmm. smarter than everybody else. Uh, those wood elves um, have something similar. Their wisdom goes up. They get a skill and proficiency again, but they're also a little bit faster, and they can hide in heavy rain, falling snow, mist, or even any other lightly obscured foliage or natural phenomenon. <laughs> Which I just think is amazing. Can you imagine just hide? You can just attempt to hide in the rain. Like if it was raining, you'd be like, "Okay, I go now," <laughs> uh, which is great. Yeah. I am rain. I am the rain. So then there's the dark elves, the drowse. These ones a bit more charismatic than our usual elves. So they're mm. dexterous and charismatic because that's their spellcasting ability. They're na- they're naturally magical, and they can cast dancing lights. They can cast fairy fire, which basically like makes makes all your enemies. A light with fire so if they're invisible you can see them. it's just like a good way of controlling a battlefield right and they can also cast darkness which does what it does you know does what it says on the tin really make a make a place dark um they have a superior dark vision to regular elves and can see double the distance in dark which is pretty useful
4: mm-hmm.
0: um however with this drow magic comes a bit of a a backlash which is sunlight sensitivity you have disadvantage on attack rolls and perception checks whilst directly in sunlight. So, like normal lights and stuff oh. are fine, but whilst in sunlight, you're like, eat <laughs> uh. Oh, for an elf, a, dr- dark, elf. a dark-, dark elf. Oh, okay. Some say it's because they were cursed because the original sin of like vampire going away with loth. Yeah, yeah. They're also uh, trained with weapons from birth, which I think is really funny. It's like the idea that when a drow's born. They're literally handed a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> and like, as a baby, Da-da. they can stab them. <laughs> it's, it's fun as well, because, like, drow females are obviously, like, political rivals and, you know, priestess of Loth, And that's kind of the highest you could be. Whereas a drow male, the best you could ask for is maybe being an archmage or being a consort to, um, to one of the priestesses. Basically, sex slave and bodyguard is, like, the best job Jeez. you can get in, like, an evil drow society. Wow. As a man. Doesn't sound too a bad, does it, really? All right, <laughs> bodyguard. I
1: watch too many K dramas for that to. Uh, I, that sounds great.
0: That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Get to shag someone and fight. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? The only needs of a man. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, women should be ruling the world. Let the men do all the fighting, I guess. Yeah. And then just pleasure you whenever you need. That's the perfect society, isn't it? <laughs> And then, then sacrifice people to an evil uh, god. No, just me, just uh, me, just you know. Uh, I'll pray. I'll pray for a world where the dark elves rule yeah. one day. Maybe you're right about me. Uh, next, we have the Aladrin, who are those elves that were initially in the Feywild when everything changed. If you remember that in the um, Feywild, yeah, when they were kicked out of Arvindor, elves went to the Feywild, where sort of emotions run high and things can change because of that. Do you remember that? Yes. So these elves um basically you know talking about their emotions again go through different states and these are called seasons essentially depending on their emotional state will affect what season they're in and they can ch- they change day to day what season they're in if they you know if their emotional state changes enough
1: again that's what happens in Peter Pan
0: cool so autumn <laughs> the the season of autumn is of peace and goodwill and about sharing things uh yeah the season of winter is usually contemplation and uh, dollar and sort of like the vibrant energy when the world is asleep. So it's not all bad, but it is a bit about like you know just chill the fuck out, dude. <laughs> can we can we just be a bit sad? It's all right. Mm. Sorry if we just be a in bit win- sad. in winter. Yeah, in winter. Spring is about cheerfulness and celebration. Um, so the these
2: are basically the moods that people go through. People naturally fall into. I mean, at least in yeah, I guess are I guess. Seasons are different all yeah. over the world, but for us that sounds quite.
0: Oh yeah, seasonal, what, what... seasonal emotional thing. Yeah, I've heard that. The final one is summer, which is uh, <laughs> is of boldness and aggression. So oh. it's kind of like the time of unfettered energy, which I really okay. like the idea. And essentially, depending on what what kind of like mood you're in, and you've decided to be in, your charisma's up. Charisma is great, but you get uh, something called Fae Step. And as a bonus action, you can teleport because you're naturally acclimatized to the Fae Wild. So you're just like, boop, Fae teleporting everywhere, bitches. <laughs> um, and you can do that a number of times. Oh, no, you can only do that once a day until you finish a short or long rest. At third level, you gain like a little extra boost to it, which uh, changes depending on what season you're in. So if you're in autumn season, when you Fae Step, you can do that with two creatures of your choice making saving throws or being charmed by you. Does that make sense? So, like, when you teleport, two creatures around you are like, oh, this person's very charming. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Winter means that when you teleport, anything that you're near to within five foot needs to make a wisdom saving throw or be completely frightened of you. So it's the opposite of the autumn one. It's like, rather than charmed, it's, oh, scared. Um, The spring one is that um, instead of teleporting yourself, you can teleport a friend. So you can be like, you get away. <laughs> it's like a way to get like, someone safe from the battlefield. Someone's okay. taking damage and they've gone unconscious. we like, teleport them away somewhere. Um, and then summer is when you teleport, you explode in a fiery ray of sunshine <laughs> and you burn things around you.
1: Oh, I'd and love that.
2: So you, uh, I might just be lost generally because I'm slow, but yeah. this, this is a... Elf that's an- been part of the Feywild. Right, and the their season is a, their seasonal feeling. Yeah, can change so, every so, day. Can change every day, so it's not based on the seasons. But no. that's just how, it's how
0: it looks. It manifests in different colors. So and before seasons.
2: you cast a spell, uh, before you do teleportation yeah. and whatnot, do you know which season? Yeah,
0: yeah, that day you would have picked. Oh, today the character's feeling like oh, this. Okay, so okay. this is how they're going to act today.
4: Ah, uh, so, so you, know?
0: ha- you so could play a whole campaign so in, you're in one campaign. season. You could right. be like every day this guy wakes up and he's in autumn, but then one day something snaps and he's in so may- summer. So at the start of every day if you're playing... Is is this any elf? No, this is an Aladrin subrace. Aladrin yeah. sub. Okay. The ones from so the if Feywild. if you were playing
2: an Aladrin, yeah. you'd wake up in the campaign and you'd decide. Yeah. That's kind of how you'd go about it as a routine. Well.
0: Then there's High Elves, which are those ones that are just smoking doobies all the time. <laughs> Sounds well, good does. to me. <laughs> No, eye I elves, I elves, good old eye elves. High elves are the, the, basically the staple elf. They're, they're called moon elves and they're kind of what everybody thinks of when you think of an elf. They're, they're more intelligent, so their intelligence increases by one. They're proficient in weapons, long swords, short swords, short bows and longbows. and they know an extra cantrip and they can speak any other language that you choose. So they're just kind of like humans, but better, if that makes sense. And Smarter, shorter, better,
2: can cast spells. How did the, these races all
0: form? Or is that just... just, just well, hi- moon elves... So, so the main ones, are is it just elves? Well, these are, these are the different... Yeah, the, the main category is elf. Yeah, And then within that... Is the drow. You've got your drow, you've got your moon elves, which are called high elves. So, but the drow are like the darky elves. The dark elves, yeah. How
3: <laughs> many strange. times.
2: <laughs> but,
4: uh,
0: <laughs> and then the other elves are... There's different other elves. The, There's a ladrin, the ones that were still in the Feywild... Right. There's the High Elves, who ones that, you know, they're the Lord of the Ring Elves. There's the Wood Elves, the ones that mainly keep to the, the green nature sort of way of life. High Elves are more likely to become wizards, but whereas they all the Wood Elves are more likely to, this to become wizards. They, like, they, they like could split. have been anything. Yeah, yeah, And
2: then evolution has formed. In a way, yeah.
0: The, the, the basis of all the other Elves. Yeah, basically. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like um, that. Do you remember we talked about those dragon marks? They've come up a few times now. Yeah. And if you want to have a dragon mark, you can have a dragon mark. These are called um, Mark of the Shadow Elves, which are pretty cool. And these are pretty much all about being hidey, hidey, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, you you become more charismatic, so you're better at lying, I guess. Uh, you When you make a performance check or a stealth check, you have a D4 to add to that, which is pretty useful. Um, you know the minor illusion cantrip and you can cast invisibility at third level which is very useful and then you gain other spells as you level up uh, if you can cast spells so you you'd get like disguise self and silent image darkness pass without trace major image great invisibility mislead lots of ways to basically be sneaky and sneaky and you sir.
1: get these without them taking up a spell slot
0: uh they don't count as spells that you know okay cool. but you need to be able to cast spells. Yes, yeah. Of course. So you wouldn't be able to do any of this if you were just like a rogue yeah. that couldn't you'd cast have spells. To
1: be a wizard? Yeah.
0: You'd be able to mm. minor illusion and you'd be able to cast invisibility once a day, but nothing else. Cool. Uh, which yeah, pretty cool. Then cool. there's the pallid elves, which I think are part of Matt Mercer's critical role stuff. I'm not sure on that, so if someone's coming at me, come at me. I'll fight you in the street. <laughs> Let's do it. Me and you, bitch. Me and you, 101. Elf on elf. Uh, <laughs> wisdom <laughs> wisdom oui. increases by one. You have advantage of an investigation and insight checks, and you get... Blessing of the Moonweaver. What's that you say? You get the light cantrip, and you get at third level, you can cast sleep. And at fifth level, you can cast invisibility. And
2: um, when you say level, this is just like when you'd
0: level how, up how during well. the game. When you level up during the game, oh. you gain spells due to your race, so, not wait. just your classes.
1: Which one is this? Is this still the this shadow is one?
0: The pallid elf. The pallid elf. Yeah. yeah. Again, I think it's a Matt Mercer thing. Then there's sea elves. Elves of the sea. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, elves of the sea are pretty cool. Their constitution goes up by one. Uh, these are elves that obviously, when they came to the material plane, went, let's go to the sea. To um, be fair, the sea, there's more of the sea than there is of land. Well, these so. motherfuckers can breathe air and water and swim.
3: Oh, you're joking. Do they nope. have. They're like gills. mermaids. Though. They're
0: like, yeah, they have gills and shit, presumably. <sighs> I, I mean, maybe they don't. <laughs> maybe they're just magic. Let's just all play sea elves.
4: Mm.
2: And, uh, and they just
0: like roam around the sea. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's cool as well. No, I'd be like, right, you're going to go do this thing. We'd be like, nope, we're going to go <laughs> they all, swim. All, they all know how to use tridents and nets, <laughs> which is really funny. God, That's uh, like Connie, my ideal Connie. character. You can, you can communicate simple ideas with any beast that has an innate swimming speed. So that means you can talk to fish. Dolphins? Dolphins as well. Included. You can also hmm. speak Aquan, which is the primordial language of water.
1: Right.
0: And it sounds a little bit like this.
1: Just hum a hum a nook a apple I love you too, Nile. From... <laughs> From High School Musical 2, when she's like, I can speak. This is real fish talk.
0: I think we should do the next episode in this language. (laughs) So, uh, we talked about the Feywild. There's a reverse of the Feywild. The Feywild is this place. Fucking, of course, there (laughs) is.
4: Christ
0: almighty. (laughs) All right. I can't
2: keep up here.
0: So many words. It's almost like this was the premise:
2: <laughs> was to overload your brain with information and watch you struggle. In the Feywild, there's a lower Feywild, and then to the right of the Feywild, there's a thing that close.
0: So in oh, the, okay. Feywild, uh, the Feywild, the essentially, the material plane exists, right? That's the world, and then over it is this dimension called the Feywild, which is very much like the regular place, apart from like you know where you'd find a great city, instead you find a great forest. And, you know, where there's a pond in the, in the regular world, there's this huge brook in the Feywild, this magical brook full of magical creatures where emotion is, like, extremely high and all this. There's another dimension, and that's called the Shadowfell. And that's where there's no light, there's only darkness and death. But like Stranger Things vibes. Very much like the Upside Down. Very much like the Upside Down. And there exist Shadakai. And they're very similar to Dark Elves in the sense that um, they don't have the reverie either. And they kind of committed themselves to someone else called the Raven Queen. And she's a god. And nobody really knows much about her. And they get cool things. They have a constitution increased by one. They have resistance to necrotic damage, which means that death magic is harder to use on them because they're just like, meh. Meh. What is death? <laughs> what is death? Well, death is every day in the Shadowfell, motherfucker. <laughs> in the upside down, this is how we hang. <laughs>
2: Literally. Li- I was going to say yeah. Literally.
0: They've got something called Blessings of the Raven Queen. It was a bonus action. They can magically teleport. However, when at third level... I never
2: thought elves were going to be teleporting creatures. Well, mm-hmm. they're
0: magical. They're innately magical creatures.
2: Makes sense, right? I mean, Lord of the Rings re I mean, th- those elves could have just teleported and uh, solved a whole lot of issues.
1: Volcano! Bam. Got
0: yeah. On. Boom. <laughs> at third level, Shadokai elves, when they teleport, gain resistance to all damage, which is pretty fucking crazy.
2: Wait, say that again.
0: Once you teleport at third level, yeah. As a as a Shadokai elf, once Ye- you've teleported until your next turn, you are resistant to all damage. Anything that hits you does half damage because you're just magically imbued now. That's handy. It's nice. great. They're what, also bald. What's the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, what's the like the drawback? The yeah. drawback. That's the weird. No, I, I, I don't think canonically they're bald, but they used to be, which I really like. I really like the idea that the sh- you know the Shadowfell's so shit that all these beautiful looking elves are just all bald now. <laughs> they're but all well, like, like, this place not, is awful. <laughs> they've
1: not got any sun.
0: Yeah, exactly. So pale and bald.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. So then there's these um, again, again these uh, Valenar. High elves, their intelligence goes up. They gain proficiency with scimitars, double scimitars, longbows, and shortbows. You know, spell casting and stuff like that. And then the wood elves get the same thing, but um, instead of the spell casting, their speed goes up again. But, you know, the Eberron stuff, the Eberron stuff. But finally, the wood elves. Wood elves are basically you're you like you know when you think about like elves in the forest and they they're druids and they like turn into animals and they commune with nature. That's wood elves. That's basically what elves.
1: I'm just picturing those TikTokers that wear mushroom hats and have blush on their nose.
0: That's exactly what you that's that's exactly the right vibe. They're a
1: bit more innocent.
0: No. No. No, they're just as chaotic and <laughs> just driving. as nuts. Deviant. Yeah. Um their wisdom goes up by one. Uh, they have a proficiency with longsword, shortboards and stuff. They have fleet of foot and they also have that wonderful ability to be able to hide. And it makes sense because of course they'd be able to hide in the rain. They've spent their whole life in forests, kind of stuff. So they're a bit more like tactile, um, and they're a bit faster as well. Okay. but that's that's elves, really. Nice. Um, that's all your sub races. That's all your sort of like basic lore. We think we're thinking we're gonna play one because elves are such a staple. Do you know I, what I mean?
3: I would definitely consider
0: I think, it. I think Connie's on a, a sea elf.
2: I think she might I'm not. Like, as, she might as well not. There's come also
0: there's gonna be a playing. there's gonna be a fun sub race coming up. Uh, in one episode so once we've finished we're going to do these main these are the main book ones and they're all sort of like have mm-hmm. an episode each but later <clears throat> on when we get to other new races that haven't really got much lore behind them yeah like there's there's a race called a dampier and reborn and hexbloods and they all came as part of an expansion pack called van richten's guide to ravenloft which was all like horror themed so you can play an undead person you can play a vampire or you can play a witch person and we're just going to kind of cover up all of those in one episode, and we've got we've got essentially a few of those books, and one of them's going to be mythic um, Odyssey of Theros where you can play what are called tritons, and they're essentially fish people and they're very <sighs> nice, very, very cool <laughs> and it's not because of all the water. <laughs> so if i'm
2: trying to like summarize elf in my mind <laughs> and i'm having trouble really yeah all right so if Could you complete the sentence? Yeah. If you wanted to play a character that is blank, 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 blankety, blank, 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 you would play an elf.
0: If you wanted to play a character that was a follower of Corellan and, you know, like a a real, like chaotic nature kind of magic magic wielder then maybe that'd be the right cleric to play you could play like an ancient druid elf that's lived in the forest for hundreds of years with his his circle of druid elves and that's all they know and they're here to protect nature you could play an extremely pompous noble elf that's a wizard that you know just really wants to achieve like the best in life Mm. because they're from this super cool family and whatever essentially you can do anything
3: so not as much sort of Cohesiveness, as I would have expected out of the yeah, it, it's kind of it's
0: kind of like what variety. what I said at the the start, which is that and the reason that we're talking about the law and the background of elves is so that you can still do whatever you want. You just know you just link to know it the to the, the rules. To in them. the it's yeah. so not like a kind
2: of like there's no guidelines, Few like qualities, that. I suppose, that some like kind of uh, Sum up all the elves. Well, they like, as, look as, look kind of as in role playing,
0: role playing, you're playing a hundred year old person. Right. that's an amazing role play opportunity playing, can you imagine playing someone who's 300 oh, years old been, yeah. but is also only level 1 Yeah. Okay. Do you know, why, have you, why have you spent Very the last powerful. 300 years doing nothing do you know what I mean you're, power th- you're more powerful than the average human but there's adventurers out there who are way more powerful than you oh, there's creatures out there way more scary
2: than it. you last question can you play a half elf yeah. mixed with something else
0: usually a human yeah, um. half elves will be coming up later. Oh right, I see. Okay, <laughs> elves... of course. Okay. <laughs> half elves are their own race. Oh, uh... yeah, they're interesting oh, because okay. you know you've asking all these questions about reincarnation and stuff, right? They're like Bitcoin, right? <laughs> like Bitcoin. Elves are like Bitcoin. They're souls. <laughs> <Just match. laughs> so how, what happens to a half elf soul? Are they, do they get reincarnated? Ooh, find yes. out next time. <laughs> it's a question for another day. Okay. Uh, right, you should just cut it there, Niall, and go. Dumb.
1: That's
2: a very dum, British joke, dum. but
0: East, End is ending. East End is ending. Oh yeah. So, guys, do you feel like you've learned anything today? <sighs> Not really. No,
1: <laughs> couldn't say I have. No,
0: great. Can we Can play now? now?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Brilliant. <laughs> Excellent.
2: No, oh thank you, guys, God,
0: uh, for today. It's been awesome as always talking about Elzuri. <laughs> I've with
3: been you. Nahil. <laughs> I've
0: yeah, I have been Nahil Ibrahim suck I've been Hodan.
3: <laughs> I've been Kach.
1: <laughs> I have been Constance. Ah, very nice. Uh, and
0: this was D&D 101. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed, please leave a review. It really helps. A big thank you to our editor, Jackson Clear. If you'd like to check out any cool merchandise, head to LittleLionslayer.co.uk, where Julia, our resident Smithy, has all our products up for sale. Our next episode will be released on the 7th of November. Until then, brave adventurers.
1: Wait, wait, before you cut. Yes? I've just realised. It's possible that our whole conversation about names might be cut yeah so that ending might be really fucking weird
0: it probably won't be cut now will it Jack <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's already gone now <laughs> I
0: think
4: that was